Today I'm going to share with you for the last installment of the team community. Okay, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. God designed us in a way that we it is impossible for us to live alone. We need to be in a community. So we need to be with each other. Be with Jesus. And you are not created to be alone. Amen? Friends, we started City Light Church nine years ago. Next year, we are going to celebrate our 10th anniversary. So please make sure you will be with us next year. Okay? We seldom celebrate anniversary. <laughs> okay? Next year, it is going to be awesome. Okay, when all of us, eight of us, all of us, were still young and slim. Amen? Yeah. I remember every time we met, we pray for growth. We pray for quantity and quality. Amen? We pray for revival. Without us realizing, nine years have passed and God has been very faithful to us. The church grows and we are trusting God that it is still growing. Okay? But being human, we tend to contradict ourselves. As much as we pray for more souls to be saved, we will also say, sometimes you heard this quite frequently and getting more and more frequent, uh, I miss our church last time. We were so close to one another. We share everything. We went out every night. Now I feel left out. I don't like mega church. I like small family church. And some people, they even mm, go, go ahead and look for a small family church that they feel they are welcome, they are close to one another. But wait, friends, we know that growing is healthy. We learned 20 years ago, in every conferences we went, all healthy, living things grow. Amen? But when we are now a bigger church, we don't like. We missed last time. We want growth, but we want to stay in a small, intimate community. It is impossible, friends. Guys, I want to tell you today that with right attitude, we will still enjoy the community even when it grows bigger and bigger. Because the community can support us and can support you better, make you and mold you to be a better person. Therefore, don't compare. Remember, don't compare with last time. Don't worship your past. Live in present and look forward to your future. Amen. There is no such thing as your parents want to keep your family small and intimate forever. Therefore, they don't want you to get married. They want to keep the family as forever for. It is impossible. I want to share with you one testimony. About two years ago, Joey from C6 introduced us to her auntie called Auntie Shirley. During the conversation, she got to know that I was praying for an open door to work in USM. Because during that time, I traveled back to SP every week, three days a week to work. So she said, Carries, enough of praying. It is time for you to proclaim to get a job in USM. It never crossed my mind that 
I should stop praying and start proclaiming. I thought praying, right? I, I'm doing the right thing. Then he started proclaiming the word of God in winter warmers in Gurney Plaza out loud and she prayed very loud. <laughs> and amazingly, after six months, I was called for interview in USM and being accepted and started working in USM one year ago and this year is my one, one year anniversary. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So you see, when I started to share, when I have a community praying together with me, things started to change. So don't keep things within yourself. Pray, me know, God know, and it is enough. Sometimes you need the community to pray together with you. And the story doesn't stop there. Besides, instead of putting me in the department I applied for, which I got my PhD degree in that department, which is a small, intimate, family kind of discipline which consists of three to four staffs, God redirected me into the clinical department and it is my major when I did my master. I wasn't comfortable about it. I don't like Because this is the biggest discipline in the whole school and I just want to stay low profile as I mentioned just now. And I want to live a peaceful life, work and being a pastor's wife at the same time. So, but God changed my perspective. Looking back one year ago, I am beyond blessed and thankful that God prepared this current community for me. These friends of mine, the colleagues, they welcome me, they support me, they guide me along the way. Different people will come to me to make sure I have enough teaching hour to hit my KPI. Okay, they say, if you don't have enough, I will share with you. I can give up my hours for you. And some of them also come to me. Um, make sure you don't overload yourself. I know you are new. Everybody will try to throw their extra workload on you because you are new. So please make sure you are not overloaded. I'm so blessed. They carry the excellent attitude in working. As Malaysian, honestly, we have wrong perspective towards how our... Malay friends work But they changed my mind They changed my perspective 90% of them are Malays But they carry the right attitude In working We cover each other's workload You know sometimes uh, They tend to get pregnant more, more frequently Than us Chinese <laughs> Okay, We cover each other's workload We are not calculative We include everyone In every project During jackfruit season the lab staff, sometimes they are a bit free, they will fry jackfruit and bring into the meeting room and we share the jack, fried jackfruit. Okay? We have potluck, we have outing, we're living lives together. This is amazing in a working place in USM. So being in a healthy community will definitely keep us excited and hopeful for what is in front of us. So friends, please choose a healthy community and place yourself inside and be part of it. What kind of attitude you are carrying today? Trying to find faults? Last time we were not like that. Now church grows bigger. And things are different. Last time Timothy was more pastoral. He talked to me every Sunday in a small corner in our old church building. Okay? Uh, not Clara, but new friends. <laughs> 
He welcomed me personally when I first came to church. Now he is different. He has changed. He talks only to Clara and new friends. <laughs> you are behaving like this or you see yourself as part of this community. As a member of this family. You up your game, right? To be like Timothy you first met 10 years ago. Find someone to care for. Working together to build and make this a better community. As we are growing, we definitely need more Timothy, need more Charlotte, need more Arthur and Elaine in our church. Be like them. Church, this is a different community because we journey together as a community. This kind of community, this kind of journey is different from your school or world community, which are frequently seasonal. You have your BFF now in your high school, but as you step into the, the working world, you have another group of friends. Okay? You still have this BFF, but the frequency and the numbers of you contacting each other will be different from now. Today, you are seeing them every day. You're living lives together every day. But one day, when you grow up, you can only meet them maybe two to three times a year. But the church community is a community that progresses from season to season. It is not seasonal. It is from Sunday school's friend to youth to young adults, from single to attached to married life to parenthood and so on. Maybe parents-in-law. Okay? So, it is different. You are going to journey this life for a very, very long time. Community, I have four points to share with you today. Community means we cover each other's mistakes in love. Amen. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 13 to 15, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, that which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. After all, do your best to keep love and peace in the community you are living in. Not only in church, but in your working place, in your family. Keep the love and peace. And always be thankful. Number two. Are you happy? So fast we move to number two. <laughs> okay, we cover each other workloads. Galatians chapter 6 verse 2. Bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. Don't be so calculative. This is not my JD. This is not under my coverage. No, I like what uh, Yogi and Shan shared that day in my house. They said, we always serve in church, like buy one, free one. Okay, if I have to come, uh, just like KK and Songi as well, when Yogi has to come early to serve as the traffic marshal, Shan came along. And if Yogi realized that there is not enough, do not have enough usher, 
Shan will stand in because she came early anyway. She has nothing to do, so she stand in. So in church, this is how we should behave. Okay. So where you Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse thirteen to fourteen. Of course, I do not mean your giving should make life easy for others and hard for yourself. I only mean that there should be some equality. Right now, you have plenty and can help those who are in need. Later, they will have plenty and can share with you when you need it. In this way, things will be equal. Living in this community, especially in city life, often we are loaded with loads. Okay? Because we believe that everyone should serve in the house of God. Amen. So today, find a place for you to contribute, to share the loads of others, cover each other workloads. Number three, we cover each other weaknesses with our strength. In Romans chapter twelve, verse five. And so it is in the body of Christ, for though we are many, we have all been mingled into one body of Christ. This means that we are all vitally joined to one another, with each contributing to the others. As we grow, we know more, we have more experiences. But don't forget, we still need each other. Different personality, but we can influence each other. For those who know me, you know we have two children, Zetro and Maya, who are who both of them have totally different personality. Okay, they are two completely different human. Okay, one right-handed and one left-handed. And same goes with their personality, totally different. But recently, both me and Pastor, we realized something. They have been influencing each other in a very, very positive way. Because of Jethro, Maya started to read. Wow, this is really wow. <laughs> and she said, she said, she likes to do maths. Wow. And because of Maya, Jethro started to be more cheeky and expressive. She would dance. She was he he would dance and he would sing and he enjoyed playing piano, like Maya. So just within this small community, you can see positive changes. Can you imagine when you are living in a big, healthy community, when you are influencing each other with your strength? Everybody will definitely become a better person. Number four. We cover each other in prayers. In James chapter five, verse sixteen, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other, so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. I like how Maya pray every night. She doesn't really know how to pray actually. But she cover everyone's in her prayer. Sometimes we try to stop her, but she she wouldn't allow. Okay, she said, Jesus, thank you for today. Pray that they will be well, will be okay. Pray for Elian Jeje to be okay. Pray for Erica to be okay. 
Everybody, she will list out all the friends, all the leaders, all the close friends of our family. She will list out every single one and pray for everybody to be okay. <laughs> very simple, but I feel it is very sincere because you are covered in her prayer. Yesterday, uh, one of the Connect Group leaders shared with me that her cell group faced some challenges in one of the incidents and they don't know how to solve it. And the Connect Group leader said, it's okay, why not we pray? So they pray over the phone. And the next day, they received good news that the, God changed the whole situation and they do not have to suffer from it. Pray together and get each other covered in your prayer. This is the least that we can do. We always say, don't just pray. You also need to have action. But sometimes, we don't know how to act. We have nothing to act because we need God. So, cover each other in your prayer. In the family, you are always covered in another other's prayer. And the thing I like the most about our church family adoption program and about seed initiatives is the community that they are building. Trying to put yourself in the community that is borderless, that is raceless, that is religionless. Nothing stops them from delivering love and care into the world. We love the world because Jesus loves the world. Therefore, we should stop looking at our limitation. Begin to launch ourselves out from our small, little, tiny community to a bigger one out there. Place yourself there. Offer yourself as little as you can to volunteer yourself. Some of the students here, university students, you are only having class like three days a week. During the off day, go to sit. Offer yourself to teach the kids make impact into their life. Christians, we really, really need to throw away those burdens and start to love sincerely and genuinely among our own community. We are Malaysian. We should love Malaysians more than anyone else. Be the light of the world. Amen? Therefore, in general, community means you can count on me. I am in. You can count on me. And this morning, I just want to spend some time talking about mental health. According to WHO, World Health Organization, the definition, I'm, I'm like teaching in the lecture hall, the definition of, of health is health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being. If you say you are healthy today, it means you have complete health in physical, in your physically, mentally, and socially. And it is not merely the absence of disease and infirmity. You may not have any disease now, but still you may not be healthy. According to WHO article published recently in September 2019, just this month, one person dies every 40 seconds from suicide. Every suicide is a tragedy 
that has long-lasting effects on people left behind. This year's World Mental Health Day, next month, will focus on what can be done to prevent suicide. It is a very, very serious issue. And in Malaysia, about 30% of the Malaysians are suffering from certain level of mental illness. It has been influencing us with the spirit and life inside of us. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is amazing that even when God created us, we are created in the form of community. We have body, soul, and spirit. Therefore, besides to keep us healthy physically and spiritually, we should really take good care of our soul. Don't neglect it. It is important. Recently, I have done a clinical assessment that measures the three related states of depression, which includes stress, anxiety, and depression. And this is my result. Yeah. So you can see my scores from the stress category, the lowest one. It is not zero. Okay? I have certain level of stress in my life and even in anxiety. Okay? So I think this is because I need to prepare for today's preaching. <laughs> okay? That my stress level and my anxiety level shoot up for the past two, year, two, two years, two weeks. But as long as it's within the normal range, and more importantly, you know what is the cause of this stress. And we know that, and I know that this stress level will go back to normal after today. Okay? Then we are okay with it. We are fine. Okay? We are human after the door. There will be certain stress level in our life at different timing. Okay? Another group mate of mine, her stress level should up to mal, uh, not stress, anxiety, because she is going to giving birth next month. So the anxiety level, we know the reason. So it is okay. So I think maybe in the coming Connect Group meeting, we can take the test together. Then we find out what is the reason. Then we can pray for each other. Okay, I think sometimes we don't know why we are stressed. We don't know the reason why. Suddenly you feel emo. You don't know the reason. And this is when it becomes dangerous. Okay, if you are, you are, you are able to share it out, the reason of the things that are causing stress in your life, then basically you are still okay. Okay? So, Elaine sent me a text last night. Say, she's praying for me. Okay, JJ also sent to me this morning, praying for you. Okay, all the best. Knowing someone is backing you up and praying for you will definitely bring peace in your heart. So you need to share. It is simply like when Jethro comes to me every single day asking me, Mommy, can I watch TV? Please? I said, no. <laughs> then he will go off and share with Maya. Say that, oh, Maya, I'm sad because Mommy doesn't allow me to watch TV. 
Then Maya will try to help by coming to me. Mommy, can we watch TV? Then I say no. I already told Gogo that no. Then they will go off. Then they will discuss again. Then they will come together. <laughs> Mommy, can we watch TV? Okay, eventually looking at their innocent face, I will agree. Why? Because I love them. Of course, with time limit. Okay? But I think I will, I will give it to them. Okay, just watching TV. Okay, half an hour. Then after that, then they will be happy. And they go off and they watch for half an hour. But the issue is, when you have uncontrolled stress, it becomes very, very dangerous. It simply means that you are feeling emo and down and in stress or even feeling depressed for continuously two weeks and above. Then you have to do something with it. Okay, church, living in this community means you can count on me, right? By spending our daily lives together, it is easy for us to recognize who are in need. You can identify who are the ones beside you are struggling in this area. Dealing with them is not about how much you know and how well you can provide solutions for them. The only way that you can help them is to journey with them. We learned from the conference uh, last month, the practical ways that you can start from your side is, number one, you listen to them. While they are sharing, listen to them. Don't, don't cut into their words and trying to offer solutions. Just listen to them. Number two, understand their needs. Number three, remember, this is very important. Don't rush in giving solutions, especially those engineers in our church. <laughs> Don't rush in giving solution or making conclusion. And don't over-spiritualize things. We Christians are very good. It is spiritual attack. Then you shake it up, out, 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 but still there. <laughs> don't over-spiritualize things. And number four, most importantly, walk that journey with that person. Then, number five, pray with them. And if they are open and comfortable, encourage and bring them to consult a professional. These are the practical steps that you can do. And don't think that you, don't ever think that you are the professional and you can help them all the way down. At a certain point of the, their, their situation, you have to bring them to see a professional. Beware of your words when you talk. Be gentle and thoughtful. They may think differently from you. Don't talk like scolding a primary school kid. Chinese are very good in this. We use ji jiang fa, which means reverse psychology. Expecting that the situation and the agitation, the chi cake that we can give, <laughs> that we created will eventually successfully persuade them. Chinese school teacher, very good in this. It is sometimes, if we behave like this, we can be like the cyber bully. Where someone posted on the Facebook that I feel like dying. And these people, they will reply, oh, what a good choice. <laughs> Go lah. This is cyberbullying. 
It is not just to make you laugh, but beware of these kind of people out there. They will tell you, oh, you want to die, right? I know there's one good spot on that building. I can bring you there if you want. I know what is the best way to help you to commit suicide. These are cyber bullies. So, friends, all these things doesn't help. Please don't do this to those who are struggling mentally and emotionally. You don't want to push them down by what you say. And for those who are struggling, give yourself some time to have a second thought. Just calm yourself down. Think twice. For example, um, you texted a friend, okay, asking the friend to go out with me. The first thought that comes to you when your friend doesn't respond to your text message after two blue ticks is, he doesn't like me anymore. He's trying to avoid me. He read, but he didn't want to reply. Then, you try to text another friend. And same thing happened. Then, you would think, they must be going out together without me. Because both of them didn't reply me. And they are having fun. And they didn't include me. That's when your stress score shoot up to 90%. And anything can happen if the person is not healthy mentally. But wait, cool down and give yourself a second thought. What are the reasons you think they are not replying you besides they are trying to avoid you? Are they attending classes? Are they listening to the preaching in the church right now? Is it possible? Oh yeah, possible. It is Sunday morning. Possible, possible. Then, after this, your stress score will eventually drop to a healthy state. Just give yourself some time to think again and analyze the situation. Don't jump into the conclusion and immediately post on social media. It is so tempted to post on social media so that other people can feel what I feel. Other people can see how, how pitiful I am. Then they will PM me and care for me. It is so tempted, but this is not going to help with your situation. Trusting God that He can fix us from the inside. If God can fix Elijah and recorded the incident in the Bible, it is simply means that he can also turn your situation upside down. He can pull you out from this and he can definitely fix you. In 1 Kings 18-19, to Elijah went to the wilderness and prayed that he might die. Even Elijah prayed that, God, I want to die. And God showed up, sent angels to him, took care of him, fed him. As much as you are feeling empty, inside of you. I just want to tell you today that God is still with you. We are still with you. That's why we are saying, you can count on me. We are with you. And you need people. You need your family members. You need us. Because God created you that way. Don't face it yourself. When Elijah cried out to God, God sent angels. That means God used the people around you 
to care for you. Open up yourself. Guys, let's make our community, the community of City Light, a home. A place that people can be honest to each other. Celebrating the highs and going through the lows together. Feel secure to share that, bro, I'm sick. I need help. I'm not really okay. It is okay to be not okay. Please help me. A place that people not only call home, but they will come home. They are looking forward to come home. Being taken care of physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Get refreshed and continue the journey again. Let's have fun as a community. Let's be joyful because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Let's enjoy this life that God has given to us. Don't keep yourself in the pitiful, tiny, small area. I'm stressful. I'm stressed out. I cannot do this anymore. Give yourself one more chance. Remember in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, God did this so that they would seek Him and perhaps reach out for Him and find Him. Though He is not far from any one of us, for in Him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are His offspring. God knows exactly what we need. Every single one of us, you are not alone. Pastor Irwin said this, Jesus not only gives us himself, he also gives us each other. 2 Peter verse one, chapter 1, verse 3, His divine power has given us everything we need. God has given us everything we need. And this includes the community that he has placed in your life. For those of you who are being hurt before and cannot trust anymore, I just want to encourage you to take one small, steady, faithful step. One step at a time. Instead of saying, I can't do it. Go and try one more time. Press on it. Give yourself one more chance. Be a little bit more brave to accept love. We need the community. We need the local church to keep us going. Because this is where we can find the strength of God. Church, before I end, allow me to share with you a passage from Romans chapter 12 in the Message Bible. God has already written down clearly in the Bible about how we should live our life in a community. There are so many things we can learn from this passage and I would like to encourage you to read it from your own context. Evaluating yourself, evaluate yourself and ask God how and in which area you can improve as a person. Are you ready? Okay, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. 
don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Verse 3, I am speaking to you out of deep gratitude for all that God has given me, and especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you, living then as every one of you does in pure love. Okay, listen to me from here. It is important that you not misinterpret yourself as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what He does for us, not by what we are and what we do for Him. In this way, we are like the various parts of a human body, each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we are talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as a part of his body. But as a chop of finger or cut of toe, we wouldn't amount too much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts of Christ's body, Let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we are not. If you preach, just preach God's message, nothing else. If you help, just help. Don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give encouraging guidance, be careful that you don't get bossy. If you are put in charge, don't manipulate. If you are called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. Keep a smile on your face. Verse 9, love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends to, who love deeply. Practice playing second feeder. Don't burn out. Keep yourself filled and aflame. Be alert servants of the master. Cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the hardest. Help needy Christians, be inventive in hospitality, bless your enemies, not cursing under your breath, laugh with your happy friends when they are happy, share tears when they are down, get along with each other, don't be stuck up, make friends with nobodies, don't be the great somebody, don't hit back, discover beauty in everyone, if you have got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I will do the judging, says God. I will take care of it. 
Our scriptures tells us if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if he's thirsty, get him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. Amen. It is a very long passage, but I feel it is a very important passage. If we can do according to what God has written in this passage, our community will be just like heaven. It will be so good. It will be so awesome. I pray that you will go back. Maybe just now you fell asleep. When you go back, you will read through this passage again and apply it in your life. Moving toward to become somebody like this, people will be attracted to our community. Amen.